Hello. Hi, lovers. That's your girl, Monroe. And if you guys heard the last pod, you know, prior to this one, you heard me go on a little bit of a fucking rampage over the stigmas that surround mental health within the Latino community. And it was like a little 15 minute just bleh of me losing my shit. In a controlled way, <laughs> um, which is very important when you deal with mental health issues. Losing your shit in controlled manners is very important. That being said, as I stated in the pro- in the pod prior to this, if at any point you feel a trigger, you feel like it is becoming too much, I kindly ask that you step away from the pod or come back at a later time. This pod, however, will not have the 15-minute grace period that the prior one did. While we are going to be laughing and joking, we are going to be touching upon some difficult subject matter. Again, there are resources. Please seek them out. Call the lifeline. Go on the website. Do what you need to to take care of yourselves. You are loved. You are cherished. And we want you to be here for many, many more years to come. Now... I said we in, I don't know, like five seconds ago, oh, we're going to be laughing. The we is because I am joined by one of my very near and dear and lovely friends, Rosie Gold. And I'm going to, I'm going to use my button. Hold on. This shit about to be loud. It's me, Rosie Gold. I'm uh, first time on here. I'm super excited. I can't wait to get started. Uh, uh, definitely, yes, you are loved for everyone listening. You are loved. You're beautiful. And if anything does get too difficult, uh, definitely do what you need to do to take care of your health first. That's Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, I completely agree. Um, in introductions and everything aside oh wait no i'm still introducing fuck so i would do the <laughs> bubblegum pop thing however um my lovely niece and nephew you know are are with me and i know you guys have heard them in prior pods and i can't kick them to the laundry room today which means no <laughs> bubblegum because they will ask me for it and it is very, it's the pink gum, it sticks everywhere, everywhere. you know, everywhere, I ain't trying to, I ain't, no, just, just no, I ain't cutting nobody's hair today, if it gets stuck up there, we're not doing it. Body's gonna do a uh, soup bowl style, put the bowl on the head, cut it around, it's a little crooked, that's fine, you survived. <laughs> <laughs> the gum's out, right? Gum's out, you're good now. <laughs> so yeah, so... That is why I know no gum popping shit. Um, however, I, as I introduced my girl Rosie here, she is an advocate on social media. Um, I will give you her tags to follow at the end of the pod. And go follow her. Check her out. She does very inspiring shit. I know on more than one occasion she inspires me. She sends me, you know, like, she, she'd be posting <laughs> shit and just, like, or she'll send it to me. And I'm, like, you have no idea how much I needed this shit right now. And I'm over here, like, bawling my eyes oh, out, shit. eating, <laughs> freaking, 
That means so much to me because definitely there are times where I'm like, I'm going to be that person spamming people's phones again two seconds later. And then I'm like, all right, spam's coming through, bitches. Like, I know there's someone out there that need to be hearing this. Uh, but yeah, I definitely try to do that because it has come, uh, it has definitely saved me in a lot of dark places when there has been positivity out there versus negative stuff all the time. So, mm-hmm, exactly. Exactly, exactly. So, mental health in the media. Let's have, let's, let's, you know, let's dive in. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, well, in the media, there's definitely, I feel like now, definitely uh, mental health awareness, mental illness awareness has finally broken through where it's starting to be talked through, uh, talked about more. Um, unfortunately, not as much as we would like, but, you know, it's progress, uh, especially with um, like celebrities are now starting to talk about their own personal stories on the mental health also just trying to drop the stigmas of whatever it is people are making it to be and that it really is just something that everyone can go through on a daily basis or not. Uh, So I'm definitely proud to see the generation starting to pick up and speak out. And it's starting, it's starting to, I feel like it's starting to, starting to get a lot better with um, being able to talk about it. Because before it was definitely no such thing. I want to say maybe what, even like 30 years ago? (laughs) <laughs> so definitely some progress in the media and in the generation. You know, and 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 not even let's not even go as far back as thirty years ago. Even yeah, honestly, ten, how old am I? <laughs> <laughs> even like ten years ago, like honestly. ten years ago. You know, when when I was in high school and I started struggling with it. You know, I I heard it from everywhere. I even heard it from like EMTs at a point where it was like, oh, she's just having a panic, she'll get over it, she'll be fine. And I'm like, okay, whether I get over it and I'll be fine or not is not the point, you know. It's it's one of those, like, yes, there there is a – and believe me when I say, you know, out of all your worst days, you're still here. I'm still here. And there were times when it really felt like there was no coming out of it, but – you really do have to push because there is so much more out there. And and I remember getting so mad when everyone's like, oh, it doesn't matter. You'll be fine. You'll get over it. And I'm like, okay, but this rash behavior that I am experiencing over these emotions is not, quote unquote, normal. Yeah, it's not. It's not just, oh, it's fine. You'll get over it. Like, uh hello like I'm living this like is there something you got for me to know either how I'm supposed to live with this what this could even really be and Mm -hmm. anything anything yeah information definitely scarce (laughs) and that is so true and I feel like so my my last episode I at the time of this podcast which is May 25th I'm recording on Memorial Day. Sorry, y'all. I don't do Which... barbecues. And we're in quarantine in Chicago, so it doesn't fucking matter. I can't do shit regardless. However, um, recorded a pod prior to this where I was watching The Spirit of America. And it, you know, they, they mentioned a thing that Kylie Jenner was doing for the month of May for Mental Health Awareness Month. And she made a Tell Me How You Really Feel challenge. 
And, you know, I was like, that's dope. Like, you know, someone as well-known as her, someone with her notoriety Mm -hmm. using her platform for that is awesome. And, you know, in part, I was also like, oh, my God, they're talking about this shit on Despierta America, which is like, you know, I grew up with that shit. I grew up watching Walter Mercado give his horoscopes on there every fucking morning. <laughs> Everyone's like, man, why are all these chicks into, like, horoscopes? Because we grew up on that shit. We grew up on that shit. Like, we grew up on coffee and novelas. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and, you know, so I'm stoked. And then they said, oh, well, you know, they... I don't believe the remark that the commentator made was to put anyone down by any means, I feel like it was definitely from a place of lack of understanding, right? Because even those of us that suffer with mental health issues, with mental health illness, like, it's it's still something that is, we're even trying to grasp it. Yeah, I would say it's new, it's a learning experience. That is something I'm definitely having to grasp is that, you know, I, as much as I would love for a doctor or a therapist or a friend or anyone to just tell me what it is, how it is, and how it's going to be, um, yeah, that's not going to happen. Because, one, they don't know what could even be going on with them, let alone what's going on with you. If you don't even know what's going on with you, how are you going to expect anyone else to know? So it's definitely just a very, I don't want to say gray, sub, it's just a very foggy um unclear subject and topic especially you know uh, um in the health world that's what's so tragic about it is that it's health it's important for everyone and it's so blurry as to what's going on and how to do anything about it uh, but yeah. i'm glad that it is at least starting with people like kylie jenner using you know their platforms with their audience already to hey let's talk about it you know let's mm. get it out there tell me how you feel let's start somewhere let's start now let's just start talking about it and, you know, she said, let's talk about it. And all I could think about is May's segment on LLP Media Radio. Let's talk about it. She does a bunch of amazing topics on there. Y'all should definitely go check it out. I, like, okay. have to stop myself from saying let's talk about it because I just start thinking about that. And I'm like, damn, we need to call her get her on here. We do. <laughs> but um, me with the shameless pub aside. <laughs> <laughs> It it really is a a topic that is so generalized for something that is not so general, you know, because not every one person's experience is the same as another. While a lot of the symptoms might be similar in certain ways, there's so many variables, which is why, and like, I, I myself, you know, I have a therapist, I have had trial and error with medications and I feel like it's so it's so difficult for people to admit that it is as normal to go to a psychologist that is as it is to go to Mm -hmm. a doctor for Mm -hmm. a stomach ache it's so true all that's so true and that's what's so sad because like just like physical health is important And you have that doctor for it. But there's so much under physical health. You're not going to say, like, oh, my physical health is fine. Because you looked at one thing, like, the outside appearance. Um, But 
all under physical health. You have your eyes, you have your motory skills, you have whether or not you can see, taste like this, cancers, diabetes, you have so much under physical health. So how come is it with mental health? It's all categorized, mental health, oh, a couple symptoms, boom, it's this or that. It's really the same thing with mental health as it is with physical health. There's a lot of aspects, um, which is why it's okay to go to a lot of different doctors like you would with physical health. You're not going to go to your same general doctor to treat you from a broken for it to like a brain tumor. Just like you wouldn't go to the same general doctor for the different, um, just the different things you could be experiencing in your mental health. And yeah, I feel like that's uh, only going to get easier to do as that stigma starts to come down. And people start to talk about it and start to be less afraid. And it starts to be more, sad to say, socially acceptable to go see a therapist as it would a dentist. That is true. You know, like, I, oh, my God. There's, ah, uh, I could I could rant about this. Oh, uh, no, it can go on. I'm chewing my chocolate. I'm to calm down. I can get lost. I can be like, you know what? And you know what else? <laughs> Let me tell you. Right, like, and, the, and that's fucking hilarious. I say I'm over here, like, taking a sip of my coffee. I got my water on deck, too. I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. we, we need to take breathe. this. Right, because it's, it, it's one of those things, you know, like, all of you, if you're, if you're passionate about something or, or you deal with some form of chronic illness, because I, at least for myself, I view mental health as a chronic illness. I do feel that there are aspects of it that we can tend to, but in my experience for me, it's always been a constant. Like it's, it's not just like, Oh, I'm feeling this way. Right. Like I'm feeling this way, but then uh, it's fine. No, for me, it's like, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, okay, this is up. get up. (laughs) Like we have to do this. You have to get ready. Like, come on. Like it, it, it feels like a constant battle essentially. And you know, I I agree. I think it's great that now we can talk about it. I remember, and I feel like one of the reasons why it's so new is because I remember when I was studying psychology in high school, it was part of a history course. It was not considered a science course. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. Psychology is a thing in right? the past. <laughs> right and and that was the thing that was so baffling to me when when I made that transition from high school into university and I was like you know one of the first questions our, our professor asked was when you were studying this was it a history or a science and she went down to break down as to why it was treated as a history versus a science and explaining how we still have so much so much so much to learn about the human brain about the interactions of the human brain and I was like you know it's funny that they say we have so much to learn because that's easier than saying well no shit (laughs) they don't want to get anyone scared by saying I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you so you got to start small but being like there's a lot to learn and we will accomplish but you know you do gotta start somewhere um, and in the end, the brain science is intriguing. It's so intriguing. And the psychology is so intriguing. It literally does not get enough attention as it should. You know, you take it in school and it's kind of like, oh, it's an elective. Oh, they're going, they're going for psychology, whatever. Okay, easy way out. You know, like it already mm-hmm. has a bad look on it. But mm-hmm. it is a science and it is difficult and it is, a, and there's a, a whole just realm 
of knowledge out there waiting for you know to be spread so definitely a lot more people do need to educate in like the world of psychology and the brain so we can have a lot more answers to the questions because I know for me in my personal experience when I first discovered I guess I mean when I was first like oh okay there is such thing as a mental illness because you know my family is all about the stigmas before and then going from okay there is such thing as a mental illness to okay what though what like what 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 you know literally Mm -hmm. like you know give me answers so definitely research knowledge always educating yourself talking to your doctors telling and being able to just talk about how you feel because no one's gonna be able to help you if you don't they don't know what's going on with you. And I, th- I swear that's what makes the mental world so hard is that it does rely on you. You have to be your own advocate. You have to speak up. You have to say what it is that you're feeling. And then that's where it gets hard because some days we don't know. I, I don't know what I'm feeling. I'm feeling like I'm just everything but happy. You know, what am I feeling? But, you know, that's where you just got to take a moment and just focus on, again, self-awareness, self-care, take care of yourself because you are your own advocate. And you need to um, just know that if you're not feeling okay um, to your, you know, uh, understanding of what okay is, then then it's something that definitely needs to be talked about and brought out to attention and not hidden away for it to get worse. Yeah, no, absolutely. I remember one time in, I don't know what the fuck I was watching or I was like in something, but they <laughs> they said they're like mental health think of it this way say you have a broken leg and Mm -hmm. it is the most fucking painful thing you can imagine but you tell no one about it right so you're walking Mm -hmm. around with this broken ass leg limping everywhere causing yourself more pain other issues that develop from it you know and it's like, like now maybe your butt crack is on the line. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Forgive her. She's trying to get them booty gains. She just got booty <laughs> on the mind. It's true, though. It's, it's one of those things where, like, if, if you break your leg, you tell someone. So why is it so hard that if you feel a little broken on the inside, you can't tell someone? And one of the biggest stigmas, and I'm totally, y'all know I'm obsessed with Harley Quinn and Jokery. Y'all know this. I cosplay the bitch. We are aware. <laughs> Girl, um, Harley Quinn's a bitch. <laughs> but, I swear, but a perfect example of, <laughs> of losing your mind to the human condition. So, in the latest Joker movie, one of the quotes that they said was, um, Everyone likes to... Fuck, what was the quote? Everyone <laughs> likes to, like... I don't know. I'm going to generalize it. Was it the one that you told me? Yeah. The one that you shared with me that I posted? Yes. Oh, I think it was, like, um, everyone acts like it's okay to have a mental illness until you talk about it or until they see it or something like that. Right. It's, like, it's okay. it's okay to have a mental illness unless... Like, you just can't show it. Like, you can't talk right. about it. Right. Like, like, oh, you, that's you can't, okay. As long as no yeah. one knows about it. Right. Like, oh, you can have one. Just don't act like you have one. Basically. Oh, my gosh. Literally. And then it, and then people wonder why 
there are psychotic breakdowns and crazy people acting crazy. Um, just like if you were walking on that broken foot and hours pass, days pass, weeks pass, and then your bone finally gives in and your leg shatters and you are now screaming in pain, the same thing will happen to your mental health if you are putting away the brokenness for too long and then all of a sudden you just can't do it anymore. And it can be... It can just be so much better for everyone and prevent it a little more. And the cases of breakdowns, just not as many, if we were able to get it out and get to the issue before escalating so quickly. Absolutely. And and as as someone that has struggled with voicing how the fuck I'm feeling 90% of the time, because, you know, for me... I, I honestly can't even tell you guys when my mental health, when I noticed my mental health was not the same as everyone else's. I want to say it was like when I was around seven and I started having like really weird dark thoughts. And I was like, wow, that's weird. Why, why did that just pop up in my head? This is, right, everyone's this playing is... with Barbie dolls right now. <laughs> right. I'm like, this is not okay. Um, I need to drink some water. <laughs> right, water. So yeah, I, you know, I didn't always have the easiest time talking about it, being vocal about it, because I didn't necessarily understand what the fuck was happening, especially growing up. Yeah, especially for me growing up in a Latino household. Everything was like, oh. You just crazy. Bitch, you crazy. Bitch, you crazy. You crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. Oh, you're fine. You're just tripping. Like, nothing's you're happening. You're tripping. Calm like, down, you drama queen. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's not that serious. You'll get over it. Like, uh, like calm down. Literally. Like, here, take this. Go play outside. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, oh, you do. You'll feel better after you do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, cleaning was always the solution. <laughs> always. Which is why now I am able to identify that if I am cleaning everything like crazy, I probably need to take a moment with myself and figure out what I'm stressing about because that definitely has become a thing. Oh, I, I feel Bad. Let me just go scrub a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's that's, dude. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yes, it definitely be like that. And you know, going back to that though, as a seven-year-old, twelve-year-old, fifteen-year-old, whatever age, um, that everyone discovers when you do discover something. You know, you don't know what yet. You just realize there's just something that's different. Um, and you know, that's when the struggle comes with talking about it. Not only do each person as an individual have their own struggles from within themselves, from around their environment, it doesn't help that there is um, the opposite force, I should say, that when you are finally thinking about that, then there's the, like we were saying, then there's the, the negative impact, the opposite force of you finally opened your mouth and now everyone is like smearing you to the ground for that just sensitive. They don't even realize how hard that, that little sentence that came out of your mouth how hard it was to come out and then they all just like stepped all over and i know that if you haven't gone through that already if people haven't gone out there that may be listening that might be their fear of what's stopping them is that they've seen it they've heard it they're like oh i'm not gonna open my mouth because i don't want the ridicule the backlash and that's just Mm -hmm. so sad because then it's time just keeps going that that person has to you know, continue suffering with themselves and by themselves because they feel they can't even talk about it. And, 
And that's just so depressing now is everything that we have, all this social media, everything that we have to bring us so together that and that we're so far apart and we're so distant on. It's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And and I feel like one of the most common factors to that depression is when someone unfortunately does commit suicide and I've seen it happen more than I, I, I wish I have, you know, because that's that for me alone is a big trigger because it's always that fear of like, what if it gets me to, you know? And I, I see so many people like, I don't understand. They were so happy. They were so good. Like I never even knew anything was wrong. And it's like, of course you didn't because it wasn't voiced, you know, we're, we're so, and going back to like my my own shit, um, I've I've had health issues since I was little, right? Besides mental health, like I have endometriosis, I have um, cysts on my ovaries, I have all this other health bullshit, anemia, everything. Pleasant. It's great. I live a wonderful <laughs> life over here. I have fucking scleral lenses. If y'all don't Just know what scleros are. over in Disneyland uh, now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you guys don't know what sclerals are, sclerals are basically rigid, permeable glass contacts. That they're, they're so fantastic. Um, them bitches is dry. And I already have dry eyes to begin with. It's like great. Glass contacts? Oh my lord. Yeah, I'm just like, mm, I'm living a wonderful life out here. Living the dream. <laughs> living the you dream. Got Inf- this, girl. You got Infertile this. gang, what's up? So it's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it, it's so, for me, one of the biggest struggles with voicing my mental health was the fact that I was always taught that my story was so personal to me that if I voiced it, people could use it against me. And when I got out of the hospital, I was like, I don't know, I was like 15 or some shit. And this was like the fucking eighth, ninth, twelfth time I've been in the hospital for long periods of time. Um, Because, you know, hospital gang, second home. Um, (laughs) it, it, It reached to the point where I was like, enough. I'm I'm tired like I'm I cannot keep hiding and pretending that everything is okay when it's not because when I would reach a breaking point it was like letting the floodgates just pour open and it would be it would be attempt after attempt after attempt and you know I was like man fuck this if 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 people want to know about my endometriosis, ask away. I will fucking tell y'all. If y'all want to know about my depression, ask away. I will tell y'all. You know, it, it open became. Book. Yo, yes. That's why I tell people I'm an open book. And before I never really thought why, you know, I, everyone was just like, you're a blabbermouth. But when you start, you know, when you're struggling with certain things, it is a lot. I'm going to say better, but it is nicer, I guess, when you do have that um, open book 
kind of feeling already that you've accepted in yourself to just talk about it because mm-hmm. you're going to get hated one way or another. You're going to get someone hating you. You're going to get someone using something against you. You're going to get someone who woke up one day and was like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to make your day miserable because they're bored. And that's stuff that you can't stop, but you can definitely do what you can do for yourself to feel better along your path and mm-hmm. in talking about it and just being an open book and and um you know doing what you want makes it easier for you you might as well do it and just ignore the hate that'll come because it'll come anyway yeah absolutely (laughs) and and we're saying all this to say like I myself felt like I was burdening the people that cared about me around me by speaking about it so I ended up choking it down for so long with a lot of negative bad shit that I was doing, you know, fucking around with the wrong people. Doing, oh, yeah, coping doing, skills. Coping skills weren't that well. <laughs> they were not well. They they were shit. Um, they were know. doing what they could. They were just coping with the wrong things at the time. That's okay, Donnie. We've all been there. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, we we want to tell y'all, don't feel like a burden if, if for whatever, because I don't know everyone's situation at home, if you are in a place where you can't share it with the people around you use your resources call the lifelines reach out to people that care about you because believe me they would much rather hear you and see you and hold you as you cry than be burying you exactly definitely i mean a lot of times i mean there might be somewhere that's a huge trigger even and you know again um do what you can Uh, If you need to pause pause and take a moment to breathe. Uh, But, you know, a lot of us, there are times where we feel like there's nobody. There's absolutely nobody. It's not family. It's not friends. There's no one that cares. And those are all negative thoughts that we have, that have been instilled in us because of the stigmas, because of what it's been taught that it's not okay to talk about, because of how we've been treated before in the past. And that's things that we and only ourselves need to break down first as like one of the first steps to better ourselves is uh, to stop thinking the negative um, about there's no one that cares. And like you said, find the resources for if it's, if you know that going to someone might potentially make it worse, then yes, don't, because you don't need it to be worse, but there are several resources out there, chats, um, you can find other pages, uh, like Instagram pages of activists where they are just sharing a bunch of positive things and putting thought, um, like questions up for you to rant to, one of those tell me how you feel, the hotline, Um, there's there's a lot there really is um a lot of options and it really is important as much as even when i was in those dark days and people would hand me a a card here call this number i would like throw that card away and be like what are they gonna do but then i found myself in the situation where i was like fuck okay fine let me call this number because i was like who what when where why okay whatever fine let me just call this number and um unfortunately have dealt with me being not the most pleasant person on the phone but that is what they're there for they that whole organization or those helplines are there for you if you are hysterical if you're just so depressed you don't even think a word or two is going to come out of your mouth if you're angry but you don't know what it's about there there are resources where finally we are able to just go and talk to you and it's okay i mean yeah after the phone call i apologize to everybody oh i'm so sorry but definitely when i first call some of these now i am i am a mess and it's okay it's okay that they get that they understand and that's why 
they want you to call them because if you're a mess right now, uh, who are you going to turn to other than people who already know how to deal with that, how, how it is to be a mess. Most of those people on the calls have been a mess, um, and that's why they devoted that time to the call. So they I might not know exactly what you're going through, but they are will do a lot better than talking to maybe that one friend or family you're hesitant about because they have been there and they get the struggles and they will let you cry however long it takes. Um, and then definitely those resources are there for a reason. And that's another thing, like the stigmas of calling those resources have to go away. Like it's not gross or embarrassing. It's not weird or weak, whatever terrible negative label that's been put on it. Sure. We are here right now joining everyone else to tear those labels down because they are doing you no good and doing no one any good. Those labels are preventing people from enjoying the day or making it to the next day. And that's really sad when you think of it. We gotta go back to what, what was the thing that maybe like our grandfathers or our fathers used to say in school, you know, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words will never hurt me. We gotta go back mm-hmm. to that because those negative words just got you gotta get them out of the way. Ignore them, don't let them hurt you. You're already going through enough. You already got sticks and stones up you. Like exactly. And and I feel like for everyone that doesn't deal, deal with, with mental health and these stresses, you know you all even uh even myself like i have to catch myself sometimes because i just be hella fucking rude for no reason (laughs) words do have power you know they they do affect those around us you know be kind you never know especially right now with covid especially with everything in the city of the world be very very kind because you know people are going through you know what they say broken people bleed on other people yeah, that's, that's, that's true. true. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. We, we <laughs> know all about that. Y'all, we know. We, we've been bled on by broken people, and then we bled our blood onto other people. Definitely, definitely. When I first heard that quote, I was like, yeah, that's right. You broken people bleeding on me. Uh, but then I had to stop in, like, self-awareness moment. Be like, ooh, you know. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, when I'm not where I, I need to be, I've definitely done my damage. So Absolutely. that's why we're saying, you know, it's okay and the stigma needs to stop because we have all been there. And it's usually the ones you also have to, you kind of feel bad, but it's usually the ones that make it worse. Put you down for... Like, like trying to practically see you kill yourself practically um, that are going through hell of shit themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's not to justify what they're doing. That's not to tell you to put up with what they're doing. No, you know, have, you know we all have boundaries that we can, need to put up because, again, they're broken doesn't mean they need to bleed on you. But um, it does sometimes we need to take a moment and think that, yeah, you know, I'm just going to walk away from this person. Uh, 99% of what they're saying probably literally is not even meant for me. They're just so broken in their own lives that they're taking it out on me. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, we have to separate the personal attack that we feel also when those stigmas hit us because we don't know if that person's spewing all the stigmas because they're trying to defend the fact that they're not coping well with what they're going through. Yeah. Uh, so definitely we all just protect ourselves really it's just big old condom over me <laughs> <laughs> so that being said I, I've been reading this book called 
what the fuck is it? The Wrath Before the Dawn or something. It's like this, it's a retelling of A Thousand and One Nights. And one of, one of the lines in the book said, um, oftentimes the harshest people are the ones that need to be loved the most. Or something around those lines. Yeah. I, I don't Aww. have it in front of me. Um, I want to cry. Don't cry. Beautiful. All right, so we're going to take a quick little break. Y'all are going to hear like two minutes of whatever (laughs) bullshit I made up on GarageBand so that you can Uh, take a breather. It ain't no bullshit. Y'all can bop out to whatever beats. Okay. We're going to take a a quick break, y'all. We'll be right back in a few, okay? Yeah, we're starting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we started. <laughs> She's like, how are we doing this, y'all? We just, we doing it. We're um, doing it. So, it's so funny because every time, off the air, guys, um, we were discussing so much good shit. And I was like, oh, hey, wait. wait, save that shit for the pod, though. And I feel like it's so, it's so... It happens so frequently, even even with the rest of the LLP radio team, you know, where we're always just going off these tangents and these conversations and, and, and every person that we even bring on to speak on the pods, it, same thing happens. We're like, wait, 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 shut up, save it. Okay, no, it was really good. So I'm going to repeat myself because I love talking, so I ain't no trouble to make. <laughs> um, but yeah, going how 
how you um, related to pop culture and mental health and kind of just talking about a personal story of my own. Um, I was just saying how I, uh, around the time that I started to learn for myself or, or at least start to question how my own self, I guess I didn't even know it was mental health, but I just thought the question if I was crazy or not was at the age of 12. And uh, during that time, I was all into anime, uh, and I still kind of am, but I just haven't found some really good ones recently. But anyway, I was all into anime. You couldn't pry me away from it. And I found an anime called Uninhabited Planet Survive, and super good anime, touching touching um, subjects of mental health, struggle, how each character had their own struggle. The main character had a huge struggle in life, and everything from like friends passing away, parents passing away, um, not being not being able to um, get your parents to be proud of you, relationship, all of the trouble. You know, they try to relate to a lot of the audience. And beautiful, entertaining show. And the final episode, though, where I was getting to it was me. I was saying, you know, age of 12, not really sure what's going on. Just starting to notice that I, I don't think this is normal. I'm watching this show being super cute, super encouraging, telling you to keep going, keep fighting, stay strong. And the final episode had me bawling my eyes out. Like, I don't even know. I was literally just hugging a pillow, just like, ah, ah, because it was so beautiful. The girl at the last episode had just the most beautiful message telling everyone, stay strong, keep fighting. You can overcome your difficulties, your journeys. And me not knowing really anything of what's even going on was just able to, you know, connect with that message to know that, like, okay, I don't know what's going on, but I know I can get through it, you know, stay strong. All these people got something going on. And I, you know, they didn't really touch too much base with the official terms. You know, it was kind of a kid's show. So I'm not going to say, like, oh, they're suicidal or it was mental health, but they're showing how these characters were suffering sadness and depressions and feeling like they didn't deserve certain things in life because of struggles that they were going through. And the show was just being super encouraging about that. So, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I had forgotten about that, actually. But talking about this had reminded me... Um, that there are some things out there that you know capture our attention in the mental health world, and there are people trying to make a difference because they sure as hell made a difference in this twelve-year-old's life when that little anime played with their little encouraging message. <laughs> Who would have thought, you know? <laughs> right. That being said, you you mentioned that that is one of the reasons for your tagline of "keep pushing and stay strong." Yes, ever since then, she would always tell, like, Ganbate, you know, in Japanese, the anime, they would be like, Ganbate! And <laughs> I would research, to be like, what is that? And, you know, several translations, you know, like, oh, it means, it's, like, encouraging. Pretty much Ganbate would encourage you to keep going. And literal translations, people would translations, and whether it was stay strong, keep going, keep fighting, uh, had different translations. But the most common one in the little, like, anime world is stay strong, keep fighting. And it was literally since then that I have went around like a knowing person just like oh stay strong keep fighting i remember going to college in college some people stay strong keep fighting um and then now with my hash uh with my instagrams and my platforms um it is how i sign off on a lot of things to just encourage everyone to stay strong and keep fighting because as a 12 year old watching an anime it did a huge difference stay strong and keep fighting to remind me and several years after that to just stay strong and keep fighting yeah, <laughs> when all else fails, stay strong and keep fighting. <laughs> you you sound like uh, Dory from Nemo. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just swimming. Keep swimming. <laughs> oh my gosh! See, well, Dory Dory specials. <laughs> she, she constantly reminds herself, but that's what I do. So I'm constantly 
keep going, stay strong, keep fighting. You got this. Absolutely. So in 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 that leading on to Rosie Gold is going to give us the utmost pleasure of giving us a bit more directive onto what it is that she does. Like I stated earlier, she is in a mental health awareness advocate. I didn't necessarily specify anything because I'm not trying to spoil it. I am giving her the reins to open the discussion of <laughs> such a Reese's chewing us up. <laughs> Dude, I was in the whole bag. Literally. <laughs> she's she's out here eating little Reese's candies, y'all. It's just like girl. <laughs> I had a whole crunch bar. It's the gloomy rain. I blame the the weather. But yeah. So thank you, thank you so much for just uh, the opportunity to come up here, the experience to talk. Definitely new. I love it. I love talking. I miss talking to you. So like, this is so much so nice. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> what I do on the um, the platforms, I'm relatively new, kind of uh, uh, in the mental health advocate world. I would always try to encourage people to stay strong, keep fighting. People would talk to me about their, you know, their issues, and I would always try to help. But I didn't, you know, claim to be any type of anything to help people until recently um, when I just realized, again, how sad the reality of being your own advocate in the mental health world because ain't nobody know what you're going through and if you don't speak up you know next thing you know you're dressed in white staring at a white wall wondering how'd you get in here uh and you just wish someone would say something for you and that's not how it works you know unfortunately out there yet so um for me i knew that i want it to be like that though one day where it is something we can all talk about i want it to be something that we can share uh an encouraging or even a really painful um truth of mental health uh, on Instagram, like we do cat photos, you know, it's just a common thing. We want to, you know, it really shouldn't be that bad. And I kept thinking about little things that happened in my life that had encouraged me, little things I didn't think about, little quotes that had popped up here, or, you know, little things that just came up while I'm scrolling on my phone that had helped me when there was no one else around. So that was when um, I decided that I'm going to do that too. Also, because I love to talk. <laughs> also, because I feel like I have, I have, you know, like, like I've met a lot of people. I've met a lot of people, sadly, going through what I've gone through, um, and I just knew that if they're not gonna talk about it, or if they don't have the confidence to be an advocate for themselves, they need someone to be. Um, so, so, in the mental, I know the mental illness and mental health is a very broad category. Um, where I speak up is more of dealing with the trauma after a violent or abusive and toxic relationship. Uh, a lot of people don't talk about the connection between mental illnesses and a violent or abusive re- relationship. But a lot of the times, um, either the person being the most abusive has an illness, a mental a struggle, which is why they're being so aggressive, or um you as the victims um like me and myself you know if we didn't already have mental illnesses before which i already had suffered with some depression and 
and anxieties, it definitely got a lot worse once being in a relationship or marriage with someone who was just toxic and negative and abusive. And that literally does not help your mental, your mental, you know, um, life, mental, whatever. <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, absolutely. Do is just post some encouragement, post some facts and post some truths and post some links and post anything to bring awareness to there's just a reality that the reality that a toxic relationship is not okay. It is not normal. It shouldn't be normal. Going back to like the Harley Quinn and Joker with Harley Quinn being my bitch. Oh, I love Harley Quinn. I was dressing up by Harley Quinn since I was like able to walk. I love that bitch. But, you know, she was in a very toxic, abusive, traumatizing relationship. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she has that's not syndrome. okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not okay. It's beautiful. It's we said all the time. I, mean, I said it all the time with my ex. I was his Holly Quinn, which is I sometimes not as much as I love that girl. I look back like, what was wrong with me? Because I <laughs> claimed to You're be like, Harley. Uh... Yeah, I was like, what is wrong? You're like, I'm so proud to be Harley and dating my psychotic joker. Like, it's not okay. So, definitely, she got Stockholm syndrome. It's not cute. (laughs) Not that cute, girl, but definitely, definitely, you know, and I feel like that's another thing right there where mental awareness has been trying to come out, you know, bring awareness to look at these two in their abusive relationship. But, you know, instead of it being like, wow, that's bad, we were more like, hmm, interesting. She's cool. And he- <laughs> right, but like, and, and and so okay, so now we're we're going into the realm of comics here. Like, oh my god, Harley, I know, I know, Carly's my bitch. Okay, like I I cosplay her religiously, right? Yeah. So one and and I was so happy and proud in in recent in recent years when they finally broke the Joker Harley relationship, and she fucking rips off bottom of his fucking lip and spits it out at him because it it was it was such a releasing moment for her character you know like growing up for for many years a lot of people saw this and I feel like one of the reasons that so many girls relate to it I I saw this post one time where they said um at least one of every of the women that you encounter in your life has dealt with some level of abuse or rape mm-hmm. or trauma in their lives well, because of one is like one in every four like goes yeah. domestic violence too like yes. it's common yes and and you know so i feel like one of the reasons that that character specifically has been so glamorized is because of that it's because she is so Be relatable related. and so personable you know, two people that have dealt with all of that shit. And, mm-hmm. and like we said prior, before the break, um, we, we that suffer from, from abusive relationships tend to do a bit of the abusing ourselves later on. Like, you know, it's people bleeding on people when we don't necessarily know how to cope with it. We're not aware, like, what's been done to us. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people say, like, oh, you're doing that because, like, you're not even aware of what you're doing. Yeah, but it also starts with, okay, we might not be aware of what are we doing, but it also starts to be aware of what has been done to us to see mm-hmm. what it even is that we are doing. Um, denial is real. People will stay in terrifying situations because they are in pure denial that it's even happening. Absolutely. You know, like, you, you're, you live under 
under the the disguise that like oh it was really an accident it really was just one time it won't happen again and Mm -hmm. oh my god I just I just lost my temper quickly and and no you know it's not true you it will most certainly happen again it is a oh yeah Y'all want to hear the, anything about that? Me and me and your girl Monroe got some stories of our own. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It'll come out. It'll come yes, out. You think and it's gonna come out or not? A bitch is coming out. Exactly, and then you know, you suffering will reach a point. I hope that if you are in these situations, you do get yourselves out of them as quickly as you possibly can, mm-hmm. because you. I don't want anyone to reach points that we have reached. I know there there are times where those that go through this, you know, like we said earlier, we we reach other methods of coping that are not necessarily positive, yeah. like turning to drugs and alcohol and in alcohol. turn becoming an abuser ourselves, whether, right, whether emotionally. Yeah, it really is, you know, and it's, it's no bueno, y'all. It's, it's rough out here. <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got it, we got it. That's why we're here. We're starting with this, and we hope y'all just spread it. Spread the word with us. Spread the word with us. Share the podcast. Join us and join Monroe um, for all of these conversations. Because you know what? That's that's where it starts. That's literally where it starts. We're gonna. We can't just keep talking about how we wish it would start. We mm-hmm. gotta talk and make it start. Absolutely, it starts, it starts now. You know, I don't know who was the first person that said this quote, but they said, "Be the change you want to see in the world." And mm-hmm. you know, I don't got a source for y'all because I don't remember who the fuck said that first, but they said it, and it's it's the biggest <laughs> truth. It is it the is. biggest biggest truth. We well, we have to the, be. One of the quotes that encouraged me to do the the Instagram and the, to tell my story across the platforms. Um, is this one quote that said, be the hero that you needed. And that hit me deep. I don't know who said it. I stumbled upon it across Google somewhere. And I felt that because I know several times where I'm in a dark place, I'm just like, you know, anyone, anything, anyone, anything. If anyone can come here and just help me right now, like I just need someone. And obviously that doesn't always happen. And you have to scrape what's left of you off and just keep going. And, you know, when I saw that quote, I was like, you know what? A lot of us aren't as lucky to get the chance to scrape ourselves off uh, up and start again later. A lot of us aren't, you know, as lucky to even have as much of a voice that, you know, freedom of speech. Yeah, it's not that free. There's a lot of women and men in relationships or in situations where they're just, they can't talk. And that's not, well, you know, good at all. I forgot where I was going with this. But yeah, stay strong. (laughs) Stay strong, keep fighting. Let's all just put on my head, but you know, it starts now. We're all doing this. We're good. Let's she was just dying to say the tagline again, y'all. That's the Stay strong, keep fighting. <laughs> no, but it's love. You know, um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. See what you did? Oh, it was contagious. It was good, though. <laughs> Yes, it'd be like that. Oh, a lot of people aren't as lucky, which is why that quote, I remember now, that quote encouraged me to be that person I've always wanted. Because, you know, in the end, as much as I hated the fact that I had to get myself up, I, I did it. 
but there um like i said there are times where other people are just the hands tied behind their back their relationships are just that much more abusive their situations are just that much more traumatic and they need someone they really do they really do more than i do more as much as i you know sometimes be like well that's not fair i wish i had someone no that's because i was able to do it in the end and if i am able to do that then i should use that strength and be the hero for someone like I needed. And that quote, I stuck it on my window and my in my mirror like a crazy person and I stared at it all the time. And, so, <laughs> and I still stare at it till I get everything set up. That those quotes, they do, they do help. They they really do. Honestly, like I'm I don't know if you guys have like I'm a firm believer that like everything happens or does not happen for a reason, you know, and so one of the things mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude, I swear, one of the things that just tweaks me out is if I'm feeling some type of way and I'm, like, throwing a a question to God in the universe and then I, like, open social media and it's the first fucking quote that I see and I'm like, okay, I hear you. I really do. You know, and I've... I've, Sadly, I've found myself in, in more than one situation where I was in not the best of situations with a person or... I was not the best of persons in a situation, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and, and that's, and that's one of the things that I feel like as, as a person that has suffered, it's hard to admit that we also cause suffering. We also do things that are not ideal because we feel like it's the only thing left. It's the only way we'll be heard instead of trying with as much forever to remove ourselves from that situation, you know, because when you're stuck in this position of like, this is the only way you convince yourself that that is the only way. And you end up doing things that are less than optimal, which is why we said, you know, we, we end up being a, a plethora of broken hearted people bleeding on other broken hearted people. And, you know, that's, you know, and it's not your fault. It's not, that's not nothing to blame yourself with either. I know a lot of people, when they work on the self-awareness first is, you know, trying to become aware that you are broken and to accept that you have bled on other people. You know, mm-hmm. that's hard, you know, like, especially accepting, like, even when you see it, they're seeing it and then there's accepting it because it, it's good. So you look back and you're just like, oh God, that was me. Yes, you know, and is accepting it. Um, forgiving yourself is very, forgiving yourself very important. Because, yeah, because once it's done, it's done. It's done. You know why? That's why I said it's very important, very important to know what was done to you when you dig into what you did to others. Because when you start to dig into what you did to others, it's so easy to throw the blame and the guilt and to feel terrible and disgusting and to just start hating more about yourself. But that's why it's very important to realize what was done to you. You know, were you just beaten and pulled to pieces and thrown through hell? Because anyone who was gone through hell is gonna come out with tougher skin. It's gonna come out, you know, having a fever and ready to to lash out. So, again, it's not justified. It doesn't mean to do it. But if it's already been done, you have to forgive yourself because you've gone through a lot. You reflected what you've gone through out because you didn't know how else to get it out. But now that you're working on yourself, you're working on what happened, working on the acceptance, you got to work on that forgiveness because you are you, you're human. You did, what was that other quote I saw? Um, 
I did what I could with what I knew, but now mm-hmm. that I know better, I do better at the time. Information was scarce and certain things happened, but you know what? That's done. It's gone. You know better now. You do better now. And that's what makes you different. That's what makes you stronger every day is to just keep learning and keep going. Yeah, absolutely. And and to bounce off of that, one of the things that I I myself have to catch myself with is that even if you may stumble, don't give up. Keep trying. Mm-hmm. You know, one one setback does not always just break down years of progress. You know, just be like, okay, I fucked up, but we're going to try again. Fucked up! <laughs> For real. Um, so that means that now that we're getting into our more positive mojo, we've done our, our little breathing. <laughs> <laughs> we've let it all out of there. We've and talked and now we're good. Right, let's talk... Oh, 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 Reese's, they're running away. <laughs> Five second rule is good. Um, let's talk about positive outlets. You know, we, we talked, we brushed upon negative things like self-harm and, and drug abuse and alcohol and all that shit all that, and all that fucking guy. around. <laughs> all um, that icky sticky. Mm-hmm. You know, icky sticky sometimes good, but nothing quite here. <laughs> audience <laughs> yeah if y'all are under 18 listening under 21 listening to this shit um they stop where where are your parents <laughs> wait <laughs> but uh don't think too many now i'm kidding everyone learns in like 12 now 11 8 i don't even know uh, i don't even know but like positivity <laughs> Positivity, praying hands emoji, praying hands emoji. Um. Yes, positivity <laughs> is everything, and it's cliche. Oh my god, that was definitely oh, a struggle that I god. had at first with realizing everything was how fucking cliche it is. You see them little quotes everywhere. You don't give a crap about them, but something about when you hit bottom, and then you've gone up and you hit bottom again. And then you try a little harder, and then someone literally pushes you to the bottom. And then, like, five years later, you end up pieces at the bottom. Like, it doesn't matter. But once you've gone through all this crap and you start to really hang on to what's important, you realize that those small, cliche, little positive quotes everywhere is really it. It really is it. It really is it. That is it. That's why it's so simple looking. That's why it's so cliche. But it's because that really is it. You it stay really strong, is. you keep yep. going, you forgive yourself, you put boundaries, you smile. Did, did you smile today? Look in the mirror and smile. That looks, that sounds stupid, right? Well, it is, I guess, if you want to think that way. But you know what? In the end, you're going to feel a shit ton better because you smiled at yourself in the mirror like a dork. And who cares? You know, who cares? I smile in the mirror every morning like a little weirdo because I realized as much as I was hating that all those little positive, little encouraging things were telling me to, and I'm like, ew, get out of here. Like, you have no idea what I'm going through. Um, it doesn't matter because it really does go back to just some small, simple, positive things. Can change a lot. Practicing that smile in the morning already gets your face just... Something about it. This actually does get your body more ready for, like, positive or positivity, positivity, whatever. <laughs> because, like, you started that way. You started the day off that way. You you took a a step forward in the decision of how your day was gonna go. Yes, versus just versus just reacting. That's that's very very true. 
let's see, let's let's give them some some positive. Um, I drink a fuck ton of coffee. I know I say this all the time, and it's true, and people can attest to it. I will fucking sit there and drink a pot of fucking coffee by myself because I'm insane. Um, <laughs> don't do that. Drink tea. <laughs> we are not water. encouraging coffee drinkers. With you all to eat your own health. <laughs> but um, please. No, the coffee, girl. Coffee good. Coffee is so good, but oh good. man. It don't help my anxiety none, but it's oh, so no. good. Um, yeah, that's the thing. The caffeine, you you be feeling good as you're crying. You're crying, but you're feeling great. <laughs> that's anxiety. Exactly. Um, definitely, you know, do some workouts. Rosie Gold out here be doing them squats. She she Butt be doing goals. them. <laughs> it's possible, doing... y'all. <laughs> it is. <laughs> You know, definitely one of the one of the things that it oh, wait, seems positive coping. Yes. Did you just? I literally was weekend. like, oh, we're naming positive coping. Yes. Um, turning to something that you love, like coffee or teas or hot chocolate. Oh my god! And anyone out there who is psychotic like me, cheese inside of your hot chocolate. Mm. Okay. Yes. Uh, exercise. <laughs> <laughs> she thought we were just gonna glaze over cheese and hot chocolate, girl. You tripping? Cheese and your hot mozzarella cheese floating around your hot chocolate. Oh, Lord. Y'all want to be brave and go ahead and try that? Go ahead. Let me know how that goes. Oh, I ain't trusting you, her with this shit. She can't eat a Cheeto. Try that, please <laughs> let us know. I might have just brought the most amazing thing to your life. And you're welcome. <laughs> no, but if you're oh lactose intolerant, sorry, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, exercising, that's where that yoga comes in. Another thing that people frown upon, or there's so much stigma, is yoga. Oh, chi, chang, ums. Like, that's not going to help me. I got real issues. Breaking it down to a science, which is became my favorite thing to tell people, you know, everything. Everything goes back to your science. Breaking it down to your science, it don't matter if you don't believe in whatever meditations or the alignment of a chi or whatever. If you take the science of the positions that you are putting your body in while breathing and while holding for certain seconds and this and that, um, it really does huge benefits to boost your mood, to make you uh, just feel a little jollier. If you're feeling really just unmotivated they have videos for and different yogas for motivation for energy for happiness they even have some help you go to sleep better so yeah. definitely getting into uh, exercising and, and and getting your body moving and and meditations and stuff is definitely a positive coping that can be turned to versus something black absolutely <laughs> and i am totally guilty of not first listening to that you know like i may would tell me all the time um you know you should try yoga you should try yoga and I was like nah 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 and then I tried it injured myself by the way get a good mat a good mat is important quality (laughs) a good mat is important I have learned because I was out here and somewhere between a plank and downwards dog my knee went down you thought and you know, <laughs> down for the wow. count user error though um 
Yeah, but you learn from mistakes. You do. <laughs> and one of the other things that I really had to learn while doing it was my breathing. You know, oh. I was like, I breathe. I breathe every day. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Literally, I was like breathing exercises. Yeah, I need, I need some real shit. I'm, I'm breathing, bitch. Like, exactly. Like, you give it actual, like, your attention and learn. You realize, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> well, who knew, right? Who knew? It's so true that what you said, we we oftentimes take the simplest of things like laughing, dancing around like no one's watching, drinking some water, taking a moment to breathe with yourself. We we take it so for granted. We forget that, you know, life really is built upon cliches and and the Mm -hmm. cliches are what move us and what like you what's your what's your tagline? Um keep pushing and keep stay fighting strong, keep fighting <laughs> stay strong keep stay fighting. strong and keep fighting there keep we fighting. go all right child we've we've definitely hit past our our mark that we uh, ha- I think oh by my like god an hour. you know we're we're totally like like their little mini therapist for the day except we do all the talking it's so good for me too because today it is raining over here and I was feeling all sorts of emotional swings and roller coasters and another another thing with uh, trauma recovery anyone out there who's been through some traumatic events PTSD is a real thing it's not just for war veterans it's not like you didn't have to witness a town exploding to have PTSD Um, and on gloomy days it does it, it it's a bitch. So yeah, this whole segment here and getting on, uh, getting a chance to come on, just talk and talk to you and end it encouraging has definitely been, you know, a blessing in disguise too. I who would have thought I would like really need this talk today. Aww, oh, that's what you. I hear. <laughs> you're too cute. Oh, you're cute. If y'all haven't noticed, we're like the biggest fucking hypes because you know you you are what you wish you had at a point, right? So you just gotta stop giving a fuck and just be what you want. I mean, if that's what you wanted to be, who's stopping you? You. (laughs) But yes, give a shout out to me. I'm (laughs) kidding, bitch. I'm about to, but you don't stop talking. Goddamn. Stop it! I'm stopping. You know, Skype need, Skype need that feature where you mute everybody else's microphone. <laughs> you do that, you're going to have to get that for me if I'm ever, if you ever let me back on again, you're going to have to mute me. I'll be like, eh, we're going we're gonna to stop her right then. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> follow, follow my girl Rosie Gold on all platforms, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, IG. Her email is rosygoldx at gmail.com. She will be releasing a newsletter sometime in the near future. Stay posted for that. Um, Her tag on all platforms is rosygoldx. That is R-O-S-I-G-O-L-D-X. Feel free to follow me at I am Monroe3. Feel free to follow the LLP radio pages as well the website 
follow your girl May J, follow TVC. I have said these on prior pods. If you're just tuning in, go listen to the rest of the pods. I'd be saying, I'd be spelling that out all there. And go, you know, yes, go watch, listen to all of them. Go do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, one last time, say your tagline, my dear, for these beautiful people. Ah. Yes, it is. Wait, my tagline or my ending line? Wait, like my tag? Wanna, like your tag. Oh, well, my tag is Rosie Gold X. <laughs> Follow me on anything with that. Uh, my usual thing is stay strong and keep fighting. I always post constant reminders to stay strong and keep fighting. I post encouragement. I post facts. And I know this isn't really, you know, who, who says this? Are you crazy? But I am trying to release a little rap song. Um, so stay tuned, stay tuned. There are exciting and just different challenges that will be coming up ahead. <laughs> mm-hmm, absolutely. And once she gets that shit ready and popping, y'all gonna Man, be really like here this first. Month, like in a month. <laughs> it's gonna be here. I'm gonna I'm play it on the pod. Y'all gonna listen. Y'all gonna be like, damn, see that shit is fire. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> ready for some uh some white puerto rican colombian whatever american or landian rapper and don't oh. worry i'll teach her spanish at some point she gonna learn oh, yes. this okay will you shut the fuck up while i close out this goddamn pod damn girl <laughs> All right, y'all. It is officially way past the hour, and Major has not fired me. Maluma, I love you. Um, yeah, we're out, y'all. Bye.